When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Um, I was, uh, I received a request, actually, somebody just um, responded to my constant requests for podcast topics, and I said, what could make you subscribe? And this person said an epi- uh, to, to talk about how to deal with people with high narcissistic traits. And I said, I think I have something with that, with the I Hate My Co-Parent episode where I talk a little bit about Grey Rock, but um, she wanted me to go more into the Grey Rock method in detail. So before I dive into that, if you have not yet subscribed, particularly if you are this person that I, in fact, am making this episode for, please do click on subscribe so that you can get access to all of my great episodes. The most recent one was how couples handle money. Okay, so um, today I have a special guest, which is my 12-year-old daughter. Say hello. What's up? Okay, so this is in fact going to show us that even a 12-year-old can learn how to do the gray rock method and that you can in fact teach a 12-year-old how to do the gray rock method unless this fails, in which case you cannot teach a 12-year-old to do the gray rock method. (laughs) Don't embarrass mommy. (laughs) All right, so uh, the gray rock method means that you... uh, act like a boring gray rock to anybody that's trying to create a lot of drama in your life and you wouldn't think that this would work you would think that the person who's trying to create drama would just keep on going forever and ever trying to um you know make you know draw blood from literally a stone which is what you're trying to act like but they don't they actually stop fairly quickly because anybody that thrives on drama will um they will stop talking to you if you're not very interesting. They want to get interesting pieces of information out of you that they can use against you. And they want to, (laughs) she's laughing, Um, and they want to uh, see your reaction if they criticize you. And they want to basically make little remarks that are going to somehow get a, you know, like some sort of dramatic reaction from you because they thrive on drama. That's not because they're like horrible people. I've told you guys what I think about the whole narc abuse culture. Like narcissists are suffering from a personality disorder. Frequently they were abused or neglected as children and um, they were also probably raised by narcissists. But just because somebody suffers from something doesn't mean you have to be dragged down with them. So you can empathize with somebody that's whole life is thriving on drama. That must be a really difficult way to live and it was a real tough way to be raised. But that does not mean that you can't assert boundaries. So the gray rock method means that you act like a gray rock. So would a gray rock be very interesting to talk to? No. Thank you. <laughs> Doing excellently. <laughs> and so a gray rock would be really boring. So basically a gray rock is basically going to say, oh, uh-huh. Yep. Oh, 
And then maybe sometimes I'll talk about the weather or they'll redirect to some kind of boring topic of conversation like, oh, hey, did you see I um, have this table? Look, it's a table and any boring thing that you could think about. And a good one, by the way, if if you're talking about a narcissistic family member, um, a grandparent who likes to talk about the kids, frequently they'll bring out all their crazy stuff with you, but they will talk about the grandchildren forever. So whenever they start to try to talk about you, you just redirect and you say, oh, hey, did you know that I signed up Madison for dance camp? And like they're kind of confused, but they'll talk about dance camp forever just because it's part of their worldview to be a good grandparent and or they really do care about Madison and dance camp despite otherwise being a kind of miserable person. So we're going to try to do a lot of the uh-huh Okay, yup, sorts of comments in a pleasant, mild, bland tone befitting kind of a rock and a little bit like a child's little like rock puppet, like just a happy, pleasant, bland rock. And so I'm going to act like the um, difficult, narcissistic, old um, mother. Natalia thinks it's a real big stretch from her uh, affect. Such a stretch. But I'm going to be even older and even worse. And uh, you are going to be just in the prime of your life, younger than I am now. And I'm going to be visiting you at your home. And I'm going to be acting like the super narcissistic, difficult um, parent. And I'm going to start making all sorts of comments that are super uh, passive-aggressive and critical. And you're just going to say, uh-huh. Yeah, like a gray rock. So let's see if you could do it. So I'm going to come in. And these are all drawn from, um, you know, sorts of comments that clients have shared with me that they have received from narcissistic parents um, in their tone and their type. All right, so here I am. It's Christmas in 20 years, and I am uh, visiting uh, my 32-year-old daughter, and I'm coming in. And I um, and I open the door. Hi there. Hi, sweetheart. Did you have you? What are you eating? It seems like you're you you're you look like you have been eating a lot of junk recently. Have you seen the weather outside? Oh, why? Why? Yes, I I do see the snow. But honey, is that table supposed to be so dirty? Is that kind of the look that you that you guys are going for? Just just dirty? Well, you know, I have children. Anyways, back to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sweetheart. It is cold. It is cold out there. Um, I did tell you about all of my. Did I tell you about about how badly I'm suffering with all of my various ailments? Oh no. Oh, so, um, but, but, you know, you ought to call more. It makes me so sad when all of my friends' children call them three or four times a day, and you don't ever call me. Honey, don't you even care about me at all? I do. Do you like to come in? <laughs> Was I out there that whole time? Yup. <laughs> okay, so we keep a very bland kind of tone. We don't get upset, and let's go for some more. Mm-hmm, yup, okay. So did I tell you, honey, that the last time that you visited and you left, all of my friends asked why you didn't act more loving toward me. It was so terribly humiliating. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm sorry really isn't good enough, honey. I think that we really ought to talk more in depth about it. Do you remember when you were young how I sacrificed and worked my bones, my hands to the bone for you, honey? Mm Mm-hmm. 
It was so hard for me to be such a self-sacrificing mother all the time. And sometimes I just don't think you even care. I do care. Do you care enough, honey? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just feel like nobody would care if I even perished in a fire. I think people would care. <laughs> <laughs> See, so my, my 12-year-olds get a little bit more sucked in than she should, but overall she's doing pretty good. I know a lot of adults who are older than that that would start saying things like, no, Mom, no, Mom, but I love you. We all love you, Mom. It's okay. It's okay. And meanwhile, you know, they, they are getting increasingly stressed out, unable to deal with the situation. So we had a couple of good uh, segues back to the weather and a couple good mm-hmms. And so that was it for my daughter let's give her a rounding uh rounding a rousing <laughs> applause i'm applauding you sweetheart and i can go if you want mm-hmm. <laughs> all right she learned a lot through the end definitely did okay and um all right i'll be up in a sec so anyway uh hope y'all like that guest appearance and that is basically what you have to do. I mean, really, the, the narcissistic parent, they'll keep going over and over and over and over the same goddamn topic over and over. And they're trying to get um, a rise out of you. And if you stop giving the rise, but they're going to stop doing it. Like you, there's something called an extinction burst in behavior training where the animal no longer gets rewarded for its behavior. So it starts doing the uh, behavior that used to get the response more and more and more and more. So if you stop rewarding a pigeon for pecking on a lever uh, by giving it a pellet, it will continue to peck and peck and peck and peck like a crazy pigeon until finally it realizes that nothing is coming. Hopefully you're feeding it in another way in this sad example. So what you have to do is realize that you will change your behavior to be very bland, to say, "Uh uh-huh, okay, sure, uh uh-huh, yep, okay, oh, hey, did you see Madison's dance recital video for four hours? Cool, Mm mm-hmm, yeah, okay, aw, okay. See, it was hard even for her when she knew what I was trying to tell her to do just to nod. If I say it sounds like you don't even love me, it's hard to not say I do love you. And you could say that depending on how truly, you know, um, you feel about your parent. You know, you may want to say sometimes, yep, I'm sorry. Yep, it's okay. Yep, I'm sorry. But even the I'm sorry can go down a rabbit hole as we even saw with my little skit. So what we want to do is understand that as you start to change your behavior, you're going to get a rapid um, extinction burst, which should not make you think that all is lost. In fact, this means you're doing the right thing. So if you start to do your gray rocking, you may get some drunken phone call from your mother that night at two in the morning. And all you got to do, never pick those up, by the way. If you have a parent that drinks, don't pick up. Don't pick up after a certain time of night. A lot of people have figured this stuff out by themselves, clients who are adult children of alcoholics. But if you have a borderline parent, a narcissistic parent, you should have your phone usually on do not disturb with favorite numbers to go through so that your parent cannot wake you up in the middle of the night or anything like that. But anyhow, they are going to try even harder to get a rise out of you because they don't know what the hell happened. But if you 
truly never give in and never go back to indulging their drama, they will stop and they will move their attention, unfortunately, to another family member or hopefully just some friend of theirs or some acquaintance or somebody else. And they will leave you alone because you're no longer giving them what they need, which is this drama, which they, I'm sure, were raised with themselves and which they consider necessary for any relationship that they are in. You have now decided that it's not necessary for a relationship that you're in, and in fact, it's very unhealthy. So they are not going to want much to do with you on a deep level if you stay consistent without giving them this drama back, and therefore, you have thereby asserted your boundaries and allowed there to be some peace in your relationship. There are some people this doesn't work with, but most do because it's basic behavior training. They can no longer get the response from you, so eventually, they stop trying and they reconfigure their relationship with you. They're kind of disappointed in you and that would have to be cool with you. And you could work in your own individual therapy on being okay that they're going to find you pretty boring and they're going to uh, transfer most of their attention to someone else, maybe a sibling or somebody that doesn't know how to gray rock. But remember, that's good. You don't need that kind of attention. So you are a gray, bland rock as my daughter pretended to be and um, hopefully you see that that can be learned. And uh, my daughter got to do a cameo performance <laughs> and, um, and she was very good at it. And hopefully I have cleared up a little bit about exactly what gray rock looks like in practice and that can help you in your dealings with difficult people not just people with narcissistic traits but borderline traits as well and also people who are just really depressive and down constantly saying negative stuff constantly just don't engage on the negative stuff either you are a bland gray rock you don't have to be a positive Pollyanna don't ever try to change their mind it's just "Uh uh-huh right okay uh uh-huh Right, okay, and as my daughter in the moment said, I'm sorry, I love you, even when she was doing her little skit with the, you know, evil, um, you know, 20 years at Hen's mother, she, you know, sometimes you feel drawn to say those things. If your particular person is somebody that would be, um, that you do still say I love you to, then you could say that, but most of all, you stick to, uh-huh, yup, mm, so I'm sorry, sorry to hear that, yup, mm-hmm, okay, and you're just plain old boring. All right, hopefully you guys like this and you like my daughter's little um, guest appearance, and I'll talk to everybody soon. Have a great day, and please do subscribe.